0: What is happening, everyone? I am Dustin. This is So You're Getting Older. This is uh, episode 10. Uh, Kind of a big moment. Hit hit over 200 views, or listens, rather. And I am going to go on and do this podcast as far as this is going to be the last podcast before Christmas. Um, I am going to have several different topics I'm going to discuss that are going to be Uh, the Christmas season, Uh, I'm gonna discuss presents, I'm gonna discuss tools, I'm gonna discuss current news, as well as some uh, sports stuff that I'm sure nobody around here in the Pittsburgh area is going to give a single fuck about. And that's mainly because yeah I live in the Pittsburgh area but I don't really much care for the hockey scene around here. I definitely don't care about the Steelers Um, as far as like my sports goes you know my heart's back in Seattle man Uh, go Hawks you know hashtag Russ for MVP Um, they're actually doing really really well they're sitting on top of the NFC West right now and they're trying to stave off the San Francisco 49ers they do have their playoff spot already locked up. It's just a matter of what seed they're going to be. If they can hold off the Steeler or not the Steelers, because nobody cares about them, if they can hold off the 49ers, though, uh, they will end up with the number one seed, get a first-round bye, and home season advantage throughout the playoffs, and that's a very big deal, especially if you're from Seattle. Um if you have ever experienced a game in the Clink or you've actually seen it on TV and then you really do realize how loud that stadium is and how loud it gets and the playoffs in Seattle is like nothing you've ever seen before it, it just the decibel meter just blows itself up when it's trying to record everything but before I get ahead of myself I want to make sure that everybody out there understands this is the Christmas season. Christmas is more than just giving and getting presents. Christmas is about spending as much time as possible with your loved ones and being able to go and do things with them that you don't actually really get to do throughout the normal part of the year. Um, We went and we went out to... uh, Jeez, what is it uh, Wheeling West Virginia and went out to go and see the Christmas lights it's kind of a tradition for us you know we started doing it a few years ago and it's, it's a blast I love going out there I love seeing all the different changes that they've made in the lights I love going and seeing everything as well and it's not just the lights you know you you stop along the way you go through the different stores you get to check out all the different little Christmas stuff that they've got going on there You've got all kinds of different candy places around there. You've got all different kinds of, uh, like, I don't know, coffee shops, uh, different stores that sell all kinds of different things. One of the cool things that we went and and saw, though, was they have, like, this uh, uh, blown glass uh, sales place there. And, you know, glass blowing is actually really, really cool. And I understand that there's inherent health risks that go along with doing the glass blowing and all that. One of the things that I did when I was uh, back in in Washington was part of our one of the schools I went to we had to go and do like community service stuff and uh, what I did was I actually went and I did like tours at the uh, Dale Chihuly uh, Glone Blast Museum that was in Tacoma and that was actually a a lot of fun. And one of the cool things that I remember about that was seeing a lot of the different stuff that Dale Chihuly had made there. And they had all these different, like, Glone Blast um, ornaments and all kinds of different things in there. And, I, you know, it always kind of stuck with me. And I I just, I always thought that was really, really cool. And being able to go and see a artist i guess um from the area out here that was doing the same thing it was really neat and there was a lot of cool 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 glass ornaments that they made and a lot of cool glass uh uh different different glass uh jesus i don't even know what the hell the word is um yeah i'm not real sure what that word i'm looking for is i know it's sitting right on the tip of my tongue but it's gone um, they have a di- bunch of different really cool glass things. They had, like, solar systems that they blew into the glass that you would be able to see. And they had fish that they blew out of glass that weren't just, like, a regular, like, little tiny fish. These were big fish. And they had different colors in them. They had different, uh, scales in them. They had, like, the fins on them. They had, like, scales. It was really really cool. But that's become kind of a tradition for us. And, you know, one of the other traditions that that we, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the other traditions that we have is, and this kind of introduces a little bit of my uh, weight issues. Uh, we go and uh, when we're on our way out and we're running down 70, we'll get off on exit a uh, uh, it's not exit 11 in uh, Dallas Pike. It's the next one. It's literally called Cabela's Drive because that's one of the only things there is a huge ass Cabela's store. But one of the other things that's there is a Russell Stover's, um, little like, uh, outlet store, I guess, where they, they sell all the different Russell Stover candies and the chocolates and you know, we, we go in there and usually end up spending a little bit of money there. I think last year we spent like 140 bucks there. Um, and we were, we had candy for a, a good solid four or five months afterwards. And, uh, this year we didn't spend as much money. Um, mainly because we didn't have it because of my accident. And we, uh, we bought a bunch of different candies and stuff. And then, excuse me, also with my uh, diverticulitis, I can't eat a lot of the candies that I used to eat. And so, like, being able to eat the turtles and all that, yeah, that's gone. Because um, I can't eat anything with nuts. So, I I had to be a little bit pickier about the candies that I picked out. And, you know, I, I, I picked out some good candies and then what was cool is when you, when you go there and you cash out and you've got all your candy and stuff, if you spend X amount of money, you get, like, free boxes of candies too, free boxes of chocolates rather. And so, you know, we did all that, and then we went and we had dinner, and unfortunately we went to Bob Evans, and when my wife and I went to Niagara Falls uh, a couple, three years ago, uh, we stopped at Bob Evans on our way up there to get something to eat. And that was a mistake because I don't, I don't know if like people just like when they're, when they're doing their job, they just don't really like me. Um, but whenever I go to a restaurant, uh, I tend to get shitty service and I'm always nice, you know, up until the point I get shitty service and then I'm not so nice. And that's honestly just who I am. And, you know, if I'm paying you to do a service, I expect you to do the service. And that's kind of a hard thing for some people. But that's all beside the point. Um, Christmas, to me, is, like I said, it's about being able to spend time with your family and being able to do things that you didn't really um, be able to do throughout the year. And... It's it's a lot of a lot of people with kids like me. They tend to go overboard on like your uh, your gifts and things like that. And you know if you've got kids, you you don't really need to spend a lot of money to be able to show them how much you love them. Spend time with them. My kids, all they really want. Is time and they they kind of realize that time is that one thing that you really can't get back you can get back presents you can get back the financial stuff you're never gonna get time back and that's one of the biggest things that I try to instill in our kids and like today today my son is going to be wrestling in his first ever wrestling match and I'm super stoked I'm super excited and it's going to be awesome and don't worry I'll give you guys an update on it when when the matches are all over and I told him flat out you know dude win or lose it doesn't matter not to me if you win great if you lose great. It doesn't matter. As long as you go out there and you put your best effort forward, you're going to do great. And that's, that's kind of a a rough lesson that, uh, I had to learn as a kid. You know, my dad tried to, uh, tried to make it to as many of my BMX races as he could. He tried to make it to as many of my T-ball games and, you know, uh, later on baseball games and football games. Um, he tried And, you know, sometimes he'd make it, sometimes he wouldn't. But, you know, my mom would make it. And, you know, my mom took me and uh, my brother to a lot of different races and stuff. And, you know, it was was making sure that there was a support system. And that's what I try to do for my kids. Being able to be there for my youngest son when he goes to his first wrestling match himself, where he's actually going to be wrestling... It's going to be a big deal for him. Being able to be there when my oldest boy was BMX racing, it was a little easier because he was there with me and I was racing too. So it was always a lot easier for us uh, to be able to have that time together because I was already there. And, you know, being able to, and I look at it like this too, it was kind of a blessing that I broke my wrist and I broke my hip because I had to slow down, and I was able to be there for my son when he was racing. And when I got to see him go to the state championship finals and win his uh, uh, number one plate for the year. So the next year, he gets to run a number one. And, you know, it's, I, I was able to see that stuff, and it was, it was kind of a blessing in disguise, uh, my accident. And I'm really excited about being able to go and watch watch my son wrestle today. And, you know, I dropped him off at the bus this morning and he sat there and he was like, you know, he's really nervous and I'm like, dude, just remember what I said. Doesn't matter win or lose, you're out there doing something that's outside of your comfort area. And that's great. You know, you can't ask anything else. Well, now that I got all that sappy shit out of the way. <laughs> Uh, moving along, you know, one of the, one of the cool things that I like about being me is I get access to a lot of different tool sets and a lot of different like, you know, hand tools. And my oldest boy, he's really taken it over in the sense that he does all of his tech stuff. And I went out to his, uh, his tech school, Uh, couple, I don't know, maybe, maybe like a week ago, Uh, I went out there and sat through a presentation by the, the, uh, tech school and then sat and talked to his teacher for a while. And he was one of two students that was brought in by his teacher who was actually asked them to be there. And my son got to hobnob with people in the industry and he got to show me the different, you know, cars that they were working on and I got to ask a lot of questions of his teacher and there was you know I was the only parent there uh but there was other like industry people that were sitting in and we had a little meeting in there and one of the things that he went through was the uh uh asking everyone you know taking us through a tour of the shop and asking us you know what we thought you know he should he should have in that shop to be able to get get these kids you know, trained up and put into into place where they were able to uh, come out of the school and have an actual working skill set, and it's it's great. You know, there was a lot of different good, a lot of good uh, uh, questions asked of him. There was a lot of good um, things that points that were brought up, and you know, hopefully. Uh, when he uh, goes in and he talks to the director of the school, he's able to get some of the changes that we were talking to him about implemented. There was a few safety concerns, and we got those taken care of, and there was a few uh, budgetary concerns that we asked him about and was able to get him in, uh, be, a- be able to get different ideas and put the ideas down on paper so he would be able to bring those up as far as talking to the head of the school so he can, you know, maybe maybe get a little bit more money in his budget to be able to get, you know, more tools, better tools and get different things set up in the shop. And it was really neat because one of the people that, you know, my son talked to was a guy that actually was a scholarship coordinator and he was, you know, talking to my son and the other student about the fact that Nobody ever applies for the scholarships that he offers. And all they have to do, really, is just apply for them. And they can get, like, up to $10,000 to help them with the school. And scholarships are really cool because you don't have to pay them back. So if you look at the scholarship stuff and you look at everything that my son's actually also looking into as far as, you know, possibly going into the military and being able to get training while he's getting a paycheck, I mean, he's got, he's, got his, uh, he's got his plan, and, you know, I'm pretty stoked about that. But it does bring up the questions of, you know, what kind of tools is he going to need, you know, what kind of tools does he want, um, things like that. And I know he keeps centering on the half-inch ratchets and all that stuff. And, you know, everything I've done as far as, like, my mechanical stuff and, you know, whether it's working on a car or whether it's working on a bike – I've always used three eighths and I've never really needed anything bigger than that. And he's he's working on different stuff and he's you know, kinda kinda been getting into the, the half inch size and all that and that's cool. You know. But uh I've actually not been looking so much at like hand tools lately for myself. Um I like to do woodwork and like building things out of wood. I built a uh, really, really nice solid, solid workbench, uh down in my garage. Uh built it out of uh let's see, I used uh four by fours for the legs, I used two by fours for the braces, I put uh a sheet of three quarter inch M D F on the top. Uh this thing is heavy as fuck. And it's not it's not something I'm gonna I'm going to be picking up and moving anytime soon. Um, you know, put it all together, you know, using screws. I didn't use nails, so at least I can disassemble it and take it apart, you know, and be able to uh move it should I ever need to move it. So, but that's the kind of stuff that I'm looking looking at myself. Um, you know, I've got a uh, miter saw. I really want to get a table saw. I really want to get a drill press. I need to get a couple of uh, bench vices. Um, I also want to get a, like uh, at least one or two bike stands uh, to be able to put our bikes up on, so you know I can work on them when we're out at the track. Um, right now, my my workbench is set up pretty nice, and I'm I'm actually really proud of it. Um, I've also got some uh, extra MDF there. And I'm actually going to make a, uh, standalone gate system so that during the off season, we can actually sit down in the garage and we can get our gates timed. And that's going to be, uh, pretty beneficial because there's other things that are coming up along, uh, Christmas time. And I think it's going to be going to be really beneficial to us. And you know especially for me coming off of a hip injury so I can get my my hips back uh, because your hips when you're riding on BMX bikes they're tremendous assets and you need to be able to throw your hips around and so I need to get that back and uh, I'll be working on that. But that's a that's the kind of tools that I'm interested in. If if you guys are interested in different kinds of tools, email me. Let me know. I'm always I'm always interested in hearing what people have to say. And I'm not getting a whole lot of feedback right now. And hopefully that's going to speed up in the future, which I think it will. But, you know, we'll see. Um, one thing that is going on as far as, like, the tool stuff is the uh the fact that I'm kind of i'm moving away from hand tools and it's it's really opened my eyes because I remembered going and looking back on my uh schooling when I was younger and seeing a lot of the different like wood stuff wood uh i'm sorry wood shop stuff and the uh, metal shop stuff that I was doing and I remembered like making a chess set and you know using the forge to do it and you know, there's all kinds of different cool things that you can do as far as that goes. And then, of course, I've also discovered the bane of all things uh, do-it-yourself, which is Pinterest. And I keep seeing all these cool projects, and I'm like, I can do that. And that's one of the cool things is because I really can do that. And, you know, there's there's so many things out there that I keep looking at, like different shelving systems and different, like, tables, uh, chairs different things like that that I'm like I can totally do that and I know I can do that I just need to be able to have the tooling to do it which eventually I will but you know it's just a matter of being able to have the money and time to do it and you know that kind of leads me into my next topic because I've got so many things as far as like the current news that's going on right now that occupy so much of my time and it's not just, like, local news stuff, because there's literally so much stuff going on right now. I mean, you've got the whole, quote-unquote, uh, impeachment stuff, and then you've got, you know, all the different, um, like, the uh, uh, FISA court uh, report that come out from uh, Inspector General Horowitz. You've got... All the different stuff that's going on as far as, you know, the infighting in the Democratic Party. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. You know, you've got Jeff Van Drew, who's leaving the Democratic Party because he doesn't believe in the articles of impeachment. Which, you know, to be perfectly honest, uh, last poll I heard was 51% of the country doesn't believe in it either. And I, frankly, I don't believe in it as well. I mean, there's... There's a lot of different things that go on as far as the uh, current, uh, I'm sorry, political climate. And it just, it it really makes me kind of laugh because we're on the cusp right now, today, Wednesday, you know, December 18, 2019. We're on the cusp right now of the Congress... Voting and doing a 100% partisan impeachment. Never happened once in the history of the country, and that was actually one of the biggest fears of the framers of our Constitution, was one one political group using their power to oust a president, and it's being based purely on their political motives. And anyone that says that they're not a... Uh, motivated politically, all you have to do is look back. Literally, 18 minutes after the president was sworn in to the office, Washington Post put out a uh, headline that read, The Impeachment Begins Now. Now, what kind of horse is that? You know, seriously. You may not like the guy, but that doesn't mean that you need to impeach him because you don't like him. And the first try on it, the uh, Russia collusion angle. You know, oh, the, the Mueller report, it's going to vindicate our views and it's going to impeach him. Um, no collusion. No no coordination between the Trump campaign and any kind of Russian assets. Uh, quite the opposite, in fact. Many, many people were on actual audio recording stating that, you know, they they would never... Have any kind of contact with any kind of Russian agents, mainly because it would be against their oath of office it would It would be treasonous for them to do it, and they knew it, and they vocalized that. but you know some people and I'm not naming any names here adam Schiff uh, they don't believe that, so they move on from the russia collusion, and now all of a sudden the president has a phone call that is consistently misquoted by the uh, Democrats as saying, do me a favor. That's one of the reasons that President Trump released the uh, transcript of that phone call. So there was no question about what was said. When you've got a president of a foreign country who is coming out not once, not twice, not three times, four times, coming out publicly stating he felt no pressure. There was no no agreement that he was going to make any kind of investigation into Hunter Biden. There was no agreement that he was going to make any kind of investigation into Joe Biden. And guess what? The money got released. The money was not set to be released until September 30th. But President Trump released it September 25th. I personally look at this as just a... Uh, Bad, bad, bad case of poor timing. Um, you know, you've got the whole quote unquote whistleblower report coming out, and then President Trump releases the aid. Were they connected? Possibly. I don't know. But what I do know is that everything that I have heard, and I pay attention to a lot of different uh, political uh, channels. I don't listen to just Fox News. I don't listen to just MSNBC. I don't listen to just CBS. I don't listen to just C-SPAN. I listen to everybody. And the one thing that come across clear as day to me was there was actually no physical evidence at all of any crime. And when they put out the articles of impeachment, they didn't even name a crime. They have set the bar so low for their um, impeachment talks, that and they've come out and said it, well, we don't need a crime to impeach the president. Never mind what the actual Constitution says. President can only be impeached. High crimes and misdemeanors, bribery, treason. There's no bribery. They They tried to pass that one off, and they come up with the conclusion that, hey, we really can't say that he bribed anyone because there's no... Uh, victim when when you have bribery, you need to have someone who feels like they're under pressure, and if they don't perform to the level of what was requested of them, then whatever was being held over their heads doesn't materialize, whether it's money, whether it's um, compromising pictures, whether it's i mean anything, anything could be used as a bribe. And you're sitting here and you've got a president of Ukraine saying, no, there was no pressure. There was we didn't even know the aid was was held. You've got our president saying there was no pressure. And if you go back and you look at the transcript and it says, do us a favor. Our country's been through a lot and all you need to actually see on that is he's asking for a favor based on what our country went through as far as the 2016 election 2020 election was never brought up was never even indicated that anything was going to uh, be basing itself on that and yeah unfortunate timing yeah my opinion yeah that was definitely unfortunate timing Um, I don't see any crime there's of this country that doesn't see a crime and what I really want to see is I want to see these people you know come back around to actually critical thinking and be able to have their heads not so far up their asses where they can actually be able to look at something from an unbiased perspective and they literally cannot do that. And speaking of things from an unbiased perspective, how about them fucking Seahawks? I mean, come on. Like, you're, you're looking at a team that is supposed to be in a rebuilding phase. And everyone thought they were in a rebuilding phase last year, and they wouldn't get any better than, I believe, the highest I, uh, I saw anybody putting them was a 6-10 and losing record and they actually did a little bit better than that. You know, they go 9 and 7 and they end up taking the wild card spot. And yeah, you know, they went one and out in the playoffs and that's that's fine. They they got to play one more game than, you know, a bunch of the other teams. This year, they're sitting on an 11-3 record and they're tied currently with the uh San Francisco 49ers. Um But they're actually not tied right now because as far as the tiebreaker goes, uh, the Seahawks have a win over the 49ers, and they were able to beat them, uh, which puts them up above them as far as the standings go. Right now, uh, Seattle is in position to have, at the very minimum, the fifth seed, I believe, um, and they will hopefully, uh, based on their schedule, they should end up being able to sit on the uh, number one seed spot, which is going to be awesome. You know, uh, anytime you can get a bye in the playoffs, you're one game ahead of everyone else at that point. You know, you don't you got a week extra off. You don't come in feeling beat up. You don't come in, you know, uh, feeling like you are just a little bit behind the eight ball you've got an extra week of rest and when it all boils down to it um you're going to you're going to see your teams that have the buys in the playoffs do a lot better than the teams that don't very few teams have ever been able to uh come from you know having to play every game in the playoffs then go into the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl that's a really rough rough road and i mean do I think that the Seahawks could do it? Absolutely. Do I think I want to see them do it? Not so much. I'd like to see them get a little bit of time off to be able to rest up and possibly give some of their starters a little bit of a chance to uh, come in a little bit fresher. You know, um, that's kind of where I'm at on that. Plus, as a side bonus, I've been riding those Seahawks uh, clean up in my uh, fantasy football league, and right now, Uh, I'm actually playing in the Super Bowl in my fantasy league. So, you know, go me. Uh, Having a lot of fun with that. Anyways, um, I feel like this is as good a spot as any to go ahead and shut her down. Uh, I just want everybody to kind of relax and make sure that you have yourselves an amazing holiday. I know I will. And I just hope that everybody else is able to have just as good of a time as far as their holiday season goes. Um, you will hear from me, uh, probably the day after Christmas is kind of what I'm hoping to be able to do. Um, if not, you guys will, uh, be hearing from me right on the heels of New Year's, uh, that being said everybody have yourselves an awesome awesome holiday and i hope that everything you planned for throughout the year happened i hope that everybody had a great year and i know this has been kind of a trying year for me but i've got no doubt that this is i mean this it has to be god's plan for me to go through everything that i've gone through this year um it's been been a fairly decent year it really has and i can't i could complain nobody wants to hear it and that's as good a place as any for me to go ahead and get all my contact information out there if you want to get a hold of me on facebook get a hold of me it is getting older g-e-t-t-i-n space o-l-d-e-r i'm on instagram so you're getting older That is, so you're getting older. And no spaces, no apostrophe. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at uh, at getting older pod. That is the at sign getting older pod. And last but not least, you can get a hold of me on email. My email is so you're getting older at gmail.com. Once again, absolutely nothing here has an apostrophe in it because for some reason they just don't recognize that shit. I hope you guys have a great year and I hope you have a great holiday season and I will see you next time.